Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. This is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we have Charlie on from Compa, but we were talking about a product that they're launching called Index. So a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit about Compa, and then we're going to be talking about this new product that they have. So, Charlie, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself? Yeah, thanks, William. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Um, hey, everyone. My name is Charlie Franklin. I am co-founder and CEO of Compa. I spent the first decade in my career in HR primarily as a compensation practitioner and was most recently a workday acquired upon in Compa. And so you know how to build really sophisticated spreadsheets is what I learned right there is you can't be in compensation and not know how to build sophisticated spreadsheets, right? I used to joke half seriously that I would much rather blindfold myself and unplug my mouse and use my keyboard in Excel than your crappy software product. So as a comp person, I love Excel. I love spreadsheets. <laughs> you can do things with pivot tables that no one can do. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell us a little bit. What does Compa do? So Compa is, you can think of it as a new way to think about compensation market data based on offers. And so we've built a piece of software that's trying to solve a singular problem for comp leaders, which is that they've been flying blind. For the past couple of years, as the market rose up and crashed down now, because comp leaders use surveys to measure the market. And that made sense when things were slow. It makes less sense now when the market's volatile. So I compare it to, imagine you're trying to buy some stock in the stock market. And the only thing you have is a list of published pricings from last year. How would you know what to spend? Doesn't make sense. No, and people that need that data, let's say talent acquisition, if it's a, a recruiting question, they need the most up-to-date data that they can possibly get their hands on because the market for talent, it moves. It's It moves like gasoline prices. You can be that far off four or five, 10 days later, and you have to know. And I think that intelligence helps everyone. It helps HR, it helps internal mobility, retention standpoint, all kinds of things. But for TA, again, getting that data in the hands of people that need to, again, you're either going to be below market rate, at market rate, or above market rate. And That's right. The, well, ahead. I'll just add, William, that look, as a former comp person, I didn't spend as much time with a talent acquisition team as I should. I think these folks are just relatively siloed, possibly even frenemies in some organizations. Right. And as particularly with respect to whether it's saving money or figuring out how to get more talent in the door faster, offers and what the TA team is doing every day in the market is this tremendous, has tremendous potential to serve not only the comp team's ability to read the market in real time, but also to serve back a total reward strategy that's actually going to impact whatever the business is trying to do. And so it's strange they've been overlooked. I was guilty, just like most other comp people when I was in that position. So that's what we're trying to fix is kind of unlocking the source of data. Yeah, yeah and it's an inefficiency 
that two parties care about, they have different interests, but aligning those interests, again, like something as simple as, okay, hey, we need the software engineer. We need them now. They want an extra $25,000. That sounds like an easy decision for a TA leader. Like $25,000, I get the hiring manager off my back. Yeah, done. The problem when you don't think about it from a macro perspective is that's that $25,000 now creates an inequity. That's the, right. It, like it, the it, unintended it, consequence, I think, is just we need that person. We needed them yesterday. Those lines of code aren't being written. $25,000, easy check to write, but we're, they're not thinking about what it does, especially with pay equity issues. I always talk about the three-legged stool of cost, competitiveness, and fairness. And it's exactly what you said. When you issue that $25,000 signing bonus, um, you're creating what we joke is called an act of cash, where it's just, you woke up on one side of the bed and it's a 25K sign on, you woke up on the other, it's a 20K sign on. Now that sounds uncharitable towards recruiters. The reality is they have a hand tie behind their back and they don't have the data they need and they're trying to get the job done. And that's a pay equity issue too. But if you look at and say, hey, we're going to do that signing bonus a thousand times this year, now you're creating a $25 million spend on signing bonuses. How do you know if that's the right decision? You could be looking at things like what percentage of offers signing bonuses win versus what percentage don't, and not only in your own offer data, but in the market. This is an era of pay transparency, which, yeah, there's regulations coming in place, but what this is really about is just a level of scrutiny and accountability on this type of spending that you can't just make it up anymore. The old euphemism, comp is art and science, is going away. Yeah. It's also raising the literacy of everyone, everyone in the organization to understand why this data is important and what you can do with it. Data creates the insight, insight creates action. Again, you can do something with it if you're informed, but you have to have the data and you have to have that insight. Now, tell us a little bit about Index. What is, this is obviously a new product for Compo. What is Index? Yeah. So this was born out of what our team's been doing with offers and offer management for the past couple of years, we previously had in the market only a product designed for recruiters as a workflow to create offers. But what was requested over and over again by our customers was, hey, this offer data is really valuable once we're able to analyze it apples to apples. Can you connect our offer data to other companies' offer data to create this sort of network of market data? And so that's exactly what we've done. This is a new product that integrates with applicant tracking systems. So Greenhouse, Workday, Smart Recruiters, whatever it is. And it's extracting and normalizing the offer data from your organization's market activity and contributing it to a pool of participating companies in a give-to-get model and then returning that data back as real-time market data based on offers. And... For us and our customers that have initially privately launched with us, the number one thing they're trying to understand is actually with respect to stock compensation. And so this is in the tech world where if you look, I mean, go to Google Finance and look at any tech company stock over the past year, it's down 50%. Um, Spoiler alert, you can't just increase the number of shares you grant to employees by two times. You're going to have to pull down your equity guidelines. The question is how much and How competitive is the market still? There's all these layoffs. There's a supply shock of talent coming in. What do we do? And so offers are 
a really interesting way to study this because then you can see here's exactly how much the market has come down as recently as last week in terms of offers getting accepted and rejected at what rates. And you can also see the average win rates. And what we're seeing is prices continue to fall, acceptance rates continue to rise, which suggests that we haven't hit bottom yet. Compa index is a tool for compensation teams to predict where the market's going and adapt in more real time. The data, so the give to get model. So of course, companies that then subscribe to this, they're giving their data out of their ATS. So that's both the offer data and the win rate, right? That's right, because we get accepted and rejected offers, and then we can calculate things like the offer volumes, the win rate, the prevalence of different pay elements in offer packages, like a signing bonus. Even things like the housing market. In the housing market, you study how long did the house sit on the market before it closed. We can measure the same thing with how long was a rec open before an offer wrapped up in the marketplace. That's right. And how many ATSs are we integrated with right now? All the major ATSs, chances are whatever you're using, we can hook up to it. And the beauty of this product is fairly easy because it's uh, um, it's really think of it as automated data exports. We're yeah, just pulling out a table of offers. Yeah. One way, passive, no PII, beautiful thing. And for comp people, they're used to buying survey data where they yep. contribute. And so right. it's just right. a well-worn path for these folks to participate in a model like this. They're used to buying data from like the pay scales and BLS, salary.coms and all of those folks, which is great. Uh, Again, external market data is always important, but this is, it seems more real to me because you're inside an ATS and you can see all the way across, all the way to basically offer accepted. And now the person is an employee. You can see the time, the steps, all of that stuff. And again, if it's, if it, I'm not, if it's, it's metadata because you're bringing that up and it's not, there's no privacy issues. So there's no concern. Like <laughs> you get to see Tammy's offer letter versus Johnny's right. offer letter, but that, how do you normalize job titles or the apples to apples, I guess is what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. For comp folks listening, look, you rely on surveys for a reason. Yes. They lag the market. Yes, the data updates at best quarterly, but companies only change people's pay usually once a year. But what's good about surveys is they're leveled and matched in a very reliable way. And so what we've tried to do with Compa Index is marry the combination of really high quality job matching with a more real-time characteristics that offers represent. And so when we onboard your data into Compa, we level and match against our standard job architecture. And if you participate in one of the major surveys, Mercer, Radford, McLoggin, whatever it is, if you, you can volunteer to share how you match against those surveys to use sort of a Rosetta Stone against Compa structure to just build confidence in how the data is matched. And that's kind of the key thing here is this is not another sort of you know alternative crowdsource data thing that you can't really use to build a comp strategy. This is meant to serve large enterprises at scale, trying to figure out what the heck is going on in the market because their surveys just haven't kept up as things have started to move more quickly. So matching is huge. and something we paid a lot of attention to. 
Yeah, obviously, we, we know the compensation people are going to love this because it's right up their alley and it gets them closer to what's actually happening in the market. I can also see uses from finance and the TA leaders as well. Finance, they're always trying to right-size costs. They're always trying to make sure that you know that they're physically responsible and running the business in, a, in an appropriate way. And for the TA folks and even HR in general, I can just see them falling in love with this data as well. Again, most offers that go out that aren't linked to comp, it's a mixture of their experience, what they feel, what they think the candidate wants. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of voodoo and mysticism that happens in TA to get people on board. And this kind of, I think it would give them insight into okay, there isn't voodoo and mysticism. This is the math behind everything. And this is what your win rate, like something as simple as, here's what your win rate should be. Here's what the average is. Here's what the here's what it looks like for companies your size or whatever, industry, et cetera. We, we hear from our customers this sort of prevailing theme of come for the market data, stay for the internal offer reporting. Right. <laughs> and what they mean is, hey, listen, it's really helpful to get a better measure of the market. And that certainly serves the comp team and setting strategy and updating guidelines and so forth. But all these other stakeholders, whether it's HR business partners, talent acquisition, the actual senior management themselves, just having better visibility into what you're spending on offers is huge. And this is something that's been just historically underserved by applicant tracking systems. It's not what they're designed for. So for example, we had a customer on board with us back in March that the comp teams, we asked them, hey, do you do relocation bonuses? And they said, no, we don't do that. Okay, <clears throat> so we popped the hood on the ATS. We're configuring, integrating all their data. We discover this relocation bonus field and said, do you know about this? And said, no. And we summed it up and they spent $8 million on relocation <laughs> bonuses in the last six months. Nobody in comp knew it. So if you're a comp or finance and looking for a way to save some money, offers might be a good place to look. It's an unusual market. There tend to be a lot of acts of cash that happen at the new right. hire stage because recruiters are doing their best to get butts in the seats. But having visibility there feels like a no-brainer. And also uh, creating standards. It's the Wild West. What you just described to me, it's very much something that recruiters would do and do all the time because they their interest and their measurement is just different. And so going outside of the box, if that's what it takes to get that person on board, th they'll do it. But it's create in knowing that it's also creating kind of, again the possibility of inequities. It might not happen, but it might be. John got a relocation bonus. Jane didn't. And their peers. It's just That's because right. the, of the inefficiency. The inefficiency is nothing. I mean, it, it could be something more sinister than that, but it could be just one recruiter offered it up because they wanted to make sure to close the deal, and the other just didn't think they needed to. And Can then all talk and about. All, and it lands in comp, and comp's got to reconcile that. Okay, now what do we do to get these things equal or closer to equal? That's right. Yeah, offers are the cause of and solution to all pay problems. It's where everything starts, everything is downstream of the offer. And the irony 
is we put belts and suspenders around things like comp planning where we're not going to increase your pay 3%, but there's no standards around all the acts of cash that can happen at the offer stage. And just to double click on something you said, I don't think for the average organization or average recruiter, there's anything sinister happening. I think it's just one hand not talking to the other. (laughs) It's just basic stuff. Yeah, we just yeah. got to get visibility into the data and better understand what a we're lack trying of, to accomplish. A lack of standards, a lack of literacy, a lack of insight or visibility into what's going on. Again, once that's there and everybody has that, and then if somebody does something sinister, it's pretty easy to call it sinister. But right. right now, it, left hand's not talking to the right hand. And I that's think right. that's, again, it it impacts comp and everything that in comp, it impacts the organization because the younger generations want more pay transparency. They want to, there's more fairness around pay. They want to make sure. Whereas in, in generations past, if John got that relocation bonus, Jane didn't, they would have written it off as, well, John's just better at negotiating. And now, that's not acceptable anymore. It, it's not. We're, there is a generational shift. We're entering this era of pay transparency and What hits the headlines are all the regulations we're seeing come online in different states across the U.S. and around the world. Really what it comes down to, it's a shift in social contract between the employee and employer. There's just a greater level of accountability and scrutiny going into how folks are paid. And so when I think about what is pay transparency, it's this shift from secretive and discretionary to more open and accountable where differences in pay are measurable and objective at scale. And there's just a new set of tools needed to serve our talent in a pay transparent world. So you've released index to your customers and the release that you're going through right now is kind of a more, a release to everyone. So for folks that aren't COMPA customers right now, can they buy index without buying yes. COMPA? Is it, can so, they, yeah, go ahead. That's right. Yeah. So Compa Index is generally available to compensation teams. We are primarily focused on enterprise technology companies. Our team jokes because we we talk with companies outside of tech all the time and we'll say that and they'll raise their hand and say, we're a tech company too. That's right. I'm like, yeah, at first I'm kind of like, John Deere. I I had this discussion with John Deere a couple of years back. And sure. uh, they're launching and, satellites. <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're, we, we view ourselves as a technology company. I'm like, I view you as a tractor company, but okay. I've got to reconcile that. And I think Wall Street did this about a decade ago where they woke up and went, we're technology companies. And absolutely uh, created a kind of a rift in Silicon Valley because they could just throw money at software engineers, which was not great for everyone. But so they can, it is decoupable. They can decouple one from the other and buy Compa Index. That's right. Yeah, this is available for comp teams. It's it's very simple to get started. You do not require any change in what your recruiters do today. Right. It just hooks up automatically to the ATS. And then what you get in comp is the source of real-time market data based on offers wow. and visibility into your own internal offer spend. And we can get you up and running as soon as a week. It's pretty fast. Oh, that's fantastic. What success with a product launch like this what are you and the team, what are y'all viewing a month from now? What is success for y'all? It's fascinating as a former compensation person, 
launching a new market data product because the first thing I would ask is, okay, new market data product, what's the end count? How many companies are actually participating in this? And the answer is selling a market data product that's new. It's not really selling. It's a coordination game. It's, hey, listen, do we all need a source of data that's better, that's enterprise grade, that's real time, that sheds light onto our own pay practices in a way that's very hard to see today? And the question for you is, are the relevant companies, the companies you care about already participating? If they're not, link up, hold hands and take a step forward and dark with us. That's exactly what our launch partners have done. We have over 30 companies already committed. We're growing very quickly. So if this is something that you want to participate in, there's a good chance we're already working with companies that you already referenced today. But even if not, you know, give us a phone call. We'll talk through and see if there's a way to help coordinate and bring these other companies in. So for us, success is building a network, a data network of companies contributing data. But then more broadly, we're increasingly seeing our own company as a community network right. that's really enabling these comp folks to just know what's happening out in the market. Well, and the beauty of this is the more companies you get, the more industries, size of company, all of that stuff, right? The better the data, because then they can actually, as a customer comp professional, you can go in and look at yourself and you can look at yourself against companies that are like you. And look at okay, right. how, how far are we in aligned or how far are we off from what else, what other companies are doing? What I love is it's not just one thing. It's offer acceptance. You can look at just that, not, nothing else. Just look at offer acceptance. Like how far are we, are we close to the norm or are we too far away from the norm? Like just that alone is a wonderful discussion with TA leaders. Okay. Let's That's just start. Right. Like I could see that people having a Zoom call and going, hey, let's just look at offer letters. Here's what ours is, and here's what six other folks that are like us, and here's what it looks like. And just, yeah, okay, that's right. now what do we do with that? Uh, which leads to, uh, once in, once you have the insight, leads to action. So I love what you built, Charlie. I love it. Thank you, William. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun bringing this one into the market. And it's something that people really want. We've been amazed by the response we've gotten so far. We're thrilled to to finally announce this publicly and kind of graduate from spreading word of mouth and invite companies to give it a look. See if there's something that can help you really understand what's going on in the market today instead yeah. of flying blind. Yeah, the beauty is it's customer-led. You weren't really, this wasn't really something that you were thinking about immediately. It was on, obviously it was on the roadmap, something you cared about. But because your customers kept knocking on the door asking for us, okay, you know, at one point you build them what they want. And so I love products in our space that are built that way because customers wanted them. So I love it. And thanks for coming on the podcast, brother. Yeah, you bet. Thanks a lot, William. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And thanks for everyone listening. Until next time. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com. 